Beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. Let's turn our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter number 9. Please keep standing. And verse 8 from the Amplified. This thing will blow your mind. Hi, don't read it with church mind, though. Read it with kingdom mind. Your eyes are open. Amen. Amen. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Rain is falling, though. Ease has come. Light has come. Rest has come. Glory, hallelujah. I want us to read this text together. Amen. Read it like, put your name inside. Let's read, want to go. And God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come in abundance to you, so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything being completely self-sufficient in him. Are you hear what I'm saying? All right, let's continue. And have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Do you have in the classic? All right, put it up. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. All right, let's read together. Want to go? And God is able to make all grace, every favor, an earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Is that a picture of your life? Some of you did not. Some of you came to church to sleep. I said, is that a picture of your life? Glory to God. I hope you realize that I did not write this. I hope you realize that it was pre-written for you before you came. Are you getting what I'm saying? Notwithstanding the economy. Hallelujah. You see, many people live out of the news. You should live out of the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Live out of the word. When you wake up in the morning, don't check Twitter. Check the word. Get to know what the word of God has for you. Many times it will blow your mind, the things that you would see. Glory to God forevermore. Spirit of the living God, we honor you. Now our hearts and minds are open to receive from you. We bind every external force that will try to hinder the word from prevailing. We decree and declare so mightily grows the word and prevails. It prevails over people's thoughts, over people's imaginations. It prevails over people's past experiences. The word of God prevails in this service. In Jesus' holy name we declare. Amen. Glory to God. You may be seated. God bless you. All right. 
This is the second to the last episode of Wild Grace. Hallelujah. And I want you to rejoice. If you want to rejoice, we'll rejoice. Amen. This is the second to the last episode of Wild Grace. The last episode is going to come up on Wednesday. And it will be grace as it impacts the development of nations. You don't want to miss that. It's going to be an online service, but I will preach my soul out. (laughs) All right? Through the release of the supernatural. Amen. So in this service experience, um, we are teaching about grace as it reflects or as it speaks to your prosperity. Um, can we go over the five that we've touched again? Just, you know, this in a class. <laughs> so that, by the way. <laughs> Let's give the worship team a big hand. Amen. You people looked at my notes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Life is easier. Praise God. All right. So, in this service experience, we're going to be looking at the grace of God as it impacts on your prosperity. And I want us to go through the five that we have touched on, all right? Um, Now, before we do that, I just want to do a quick recap, okay? We talked about the fact that people shouldn't have a disconnected relationship with the grace of God, like an isolated relationship. All right. Instead, see how the grace of God touches every area of your life. And I said that don't relate with the gospel, okay, from the perspective of the way some of us related with our, some of our courses in school, you know, your academics. You know, some of you don't know why you studied some of the things you studied. You understand? It just feels like they just, you just studied it. <laughs> and now you can't see a connection between what you studied and life. And if you relate with the grace of God like that, to you it's going to be just a subject. It won't, it won't be a revelation, a reality. I get what I'm saying? So it's just a subject you learn in class. And then when you go out, you can't see the application. You can't see how it applies to your everyday life or your everyday living. And I say don't do that. Okay, so we talked about five different areas or five different links between understanding the doctrine of God's amazing grace and how it relates to these five areas. So what's the first one? All right. So the grace of God as it relates to your relationship with God. Now, hey, how many of you know that you were born to have a relationship with God? You were born for fellowship with God. You can't journey through this God-created life without God pictures. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And to do that, you have to stay in constant conversation with the one who created you in the first. I don't know how people do it to stay a long time away without talking to the one who sent them here. (laughs) It's like like saying, um, you know, you are working for an organization, they send you to Europe, and then for eight years, you don't talk to them. They don't talk to you. No conversation, no communication. How are you going to know what they sent you there to do? How are you even going to know when you succeeded? Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you going to know when the picture has been painted and everything is done? All right? So if you will enjoy 
a healthy relationship with the Lord, you need a revelation of God's grace. So that you don't see. Let me tell you the picture of many people's journey with the Lord. They give their life, they take it back. They give their life, they take it back. I give my life, they take it back. Then they come, they rededicate. You know, some people have gotten born again more than 80 times. And it's because they don't have an understanding of the grace of God. Simple things like, if any man be in Christ is a new creation, all things are passed away. Your spirit has been recreated. All right? Your soul is being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And your body goes wherever, you understand, your body just obeys either the spirit or the soul. Depending on what valve is open. Alright? If your if your soulish valve is open to the spirit, then your body will follow. If your op- your soulish valve is open to the flesh, logic and reasoning, then I get something. So people don't understand that. That your your recreation in Christ Jesus was instant. Your transformation is a process. They don't get that. So every day they are taking their lives back. They're giving it and taking it back. Without the revelation of grace. Your, your relationship with God will be up today, down tomorrow. Up today, down tomorrow. But God wants it to be steady. Yeah. Upward and steady. Are you getting what I'm saying? Realms of the Spirit. And let me tell you, the day you came into Christ, even as a baby, in quotes, believer, you have the same authority as one who has been in for 40 years. Do you understand me? So, pictures... Great ideas will come to you the more you stay in fellowship with the Lord. And it's grace that helps us. All right, what's the second one? All right. Your advancement in the faith. You're not going to make advancement in the faith without the revelation of God's grace. All right, what's the third one? Your well-being. That was on, that was on Sunday and Wednesday. It was double dose. All right, your well-being in life. And today we want to look at your understanding of the grace of God as it relates with your prosperity. Now, I am speaking particularly, you know, there are different kinds of prosperity. I'm speaking particularly about your material prosperity and your financial prosperity. Amen? That's what I'm particularly speaking about. Now, in this service experience, there will be a lot of repenting going on. Yeah, many of you will repent. And you know, repentance is not, hey, Lord. Hey. Repentance is simply metanoia, change your mind. So a change of mind is going to happen in this service today. All right, so let's define ease. Ease is the absence of difficulty or efforts. The absence of difficulty or effort. Freedom from pain, discomfort, difficulty, or labor. Ease is the absence of difficulty or effort. A freedom from pain, discomfort, difficulty, or labor. Okay? So that's the definition of ease. And we are saying that there is a direct connection between your revelation of God's grace and your ease in finances and prosperity. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, in this service experience, I'm going to do a lot of teaching 
all right? And I know that I am up against strongholds. But guess what? Those strongholds are coming down, falling down flat by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. So I'm going to be speaking to your logic. I'm also going to be speaking to your spirit. Amen. I'm going to be doing both at the same time. All right. Let's turn our Bibles now. Where do I start from? <laughs> let's turn our Bibles to Proverbs 3, 9 and verse 10. Let's look at that. Let's read together. I want to go. It says, honor the Lord with thine substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Next verse. So shall your barns be filled with plenty and thine wine presses shall burst out with new wine. So first thing that I want to begin to establish is that God is the source of your wealth. Can we say amen? Amen. Say that again. Say, God is the source of my wealth. God is the source of my wealth. Say it again. Say, God is the source of my wealth. God is the source of my wealth. Now listen, when it comes to your prosperity, many people are trying to operate two operating systems. And the OS will crash. <laughs> if you try to operate two operating systems, when it comes to your financial prosperity, your OS will crash. You decide early enough in your life that God is either the source of your prosperity or man is. And when I say man, I mean the, I mean the systems that man has created. If God is the source of your prosperity, then you are the one I'm talking to in this service. Ease comes from God. In fact, every blessing that God gives, he gives with ease. Breathe, let me see. Everybody, breathe in and breathe out. How easy was it? The moment it gets difficult, you know that there's a problem. Say amen. amen. The moment breathing gets difficult, anything God creates, he creates to be easy. Let me say that again. Anything God himself creates, for example, relationship with God, was it your idea or was it his? Uh -huh. Since it's his idea, it's easy. But if, it's, if a lot of human concepts and ideologies come into it, it becomes tough. So think about it very well. You have to decide early enough not to run this race with two operating systems. Run with one. Choose early. Do I want to run with God's operating system or do I want to run with human operating system? Now, if you run with the human operating system, all right, there's a description for that. The Bible says, cursed is the man, not you, amen. amen. Who trusts in men? And when we say men, it means the systems of men. But there's another one. Blessed is the man whose trust is the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. The Bible says, I think it's Jeremiah 17. The Bible says, he will not see when heat comes. So heat will come, but he won't see it. His leaves will always be green. So what you're doing in this service as you're listening is deciding where your trust and your confidence will be. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right, let's go to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter number 2 and verse 10. Genesis chapter number 2 and verse 10. All right, let's read together. Want to go? And a river 
went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is which, it is which compasses the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. Ah, there is gold in Eden. Let's continue. And the gold of that land is good. There is bdellium and oil stone. All right? And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is that that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. Next verse. And the name of the third river is Hidekel. That is it which goeth towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. Next verse, verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. So this is the picture. Let's go back and start from the beginning, amen? The picture of when man was created, and I hope you realize that Adam is lower than us. Because Adam is creation, you are new creation. Your spec is different. You get what I'm saying? Creation can never be compared to new creation. But here is God's relationship with Adam. The Bible says when God introduced Adam into the earth, God is not even giving him the permission to struggle. All right? God creates him and then puts him in Eden. Now, I want you to understand what Eden means. Eden means presence. So Eden is not just a garden. Eden actually means presence. In other words, God created man to live out of his presence into the world. People are living from the world into his presence. In other words, they are engaging with the world, then they are coming to tell God what they saw. No, you're supposed to engage with the Lord and go to tell the world what you saw from his presence. So now the idea is that Adam was created and then placed in the garden to dress it. Okay? Now the Bible says that God had, if you check, if you backtrack, God had made the trees to grow and had planted trees and had done all of those things. And including the watering of the garden was not Adam's responsibility. The watering of the garden, four streams were flowing into the garden to water it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So what was Adam's job? To dress it. And to eat out of it. Are you getting what I'm saying? That was his job. Now, four streams flowing in. And people have read that and say four streams of income. Stream number one, stream number two. <laughs> My God. <laughs> All right, so God caused four streams to flow in to water the garden, and Adam's job was to sit and dress it. Now, if you look at other translations, it says to tend it. All right, so the first job description that Adam had was to tend. Now, um, tending is not laborious because the job has already been done for you. Please pay attention. And all you have to do it's just take care of, you know, take care of the things that God has put in your charge. Now, as we teach this, there is a lot of conversation going on about how grace is just grace and that it has no relationship 
with your financial prosperity or any other prosperity in life. I come to tell you as a son of God, it is a lie. It is a big lie. Here is how I differentiate it. Huh? This is the difference that I make out of it. I do not major on the minor. But to say the minor did not come with the major is you telling a lie. Because you're not reading your Bible with clear eye. Are you guess what I'm saying? The major is that Jesus died, was buried, rose again, eh? and brought us into eternal life. Gave us his righteousness. Gave us salvation. Listen. No, I've told you this before now. There is no system in this world that can give you that. But you see prosperity, ba? People can prosper, prosper anyhow. Have you not, have you not, has it not dawned on your mind that there's no one way to prosperity? Like you can, you can be in tires. Another person can be in roofing sheets. And all of you can become billionaires. But there's only one way to eternal life. Yeah. Hey, yeah. There's only one way to eternal life. And that's Jesus, the Lamb of God that was slain to take away the sins of the whole world. So what we do is that we have put everything in its proper perspective. Eternal life, all right? We don't say, oh, um, you, are in, you are in Christ so that you can prosper. No, you are in Christ so that you have received eternal life. Prosperity is added advantage. Because anybody, all right, can go through another system and still prosper. But you can't go through another system and arrive at eternal life. Yeah. Let me tell you, you have the real big deal. Yeah. I'm telling you. Listen, for example, two, a pastor can lay hands on a cripple and they walk. A magician can do it. A magician can get a guy to walk. The difference is our message. I tell you. That on, on, unless you have seen Jesus and received eternal life, there's no life in you. But he can make the blind eyes see and does not have eternal life. So we don't, we do not judge a person's progress in life by the presence of material things. We judge a person's progress in life by the presence of revelation. If you install something, what will follow? For example, if there's no AC, there's no cold air. Install the AC, cold air will follow. You know what people are doing? They are looking for cold air, pursuing cold air. No, install AC, cold air follows. You don't, you don't need to fast for cold air. No, cold air is a result of installing the AC. The installation of our AC is that we have received eternal life. Prosperity is that we should prosper naturally. Yes, so here's what's happening. The simple thing people have made difficult. Because they are following a, a, a different programming. If you follow Earth's system, uh, making money will be hard. And let me tell you, if it's hard to make, it will be hard to give. Let's the other thing I want to say. I'm saying plenty of things, but you, you'll see. You'll see. You'll get it. Hard to make, hard to give. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, have you seen the kind of timidity that accompanies money many times? People are so shy to talk about money. Listen, listen, please, just look at me. Don't look to the left or to the right. Too. 
Because of money, two friends are fighting. Money is such an awkward conversation. Awkward. And money, awkward. It's a low self-esteem that has exalted mammon over revelation. I'll tell you something. I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, so let's ask you a question. Why don't people feel awkward when I ask you for a cup of water? We have commonized a cup of water. It's common water. After this service, money will be common money. You're not hearing what I'm saying. I said after this service, eh? Money to you. Forget about what any other person is doing. Free yourself from the system. This is how your father thinks so. Okay, so why, uh, NK, why is there no awkwardness when I ask for a cup of water? It's just a cup of water. If you are awkward when it comes to a cup of water, your help is far. <laughs> what you need, <laughs> you need both, uh, God, you need, you need like 12 hours, 18 hours deliverance session. Hmm? Because your help is far. I asked you for a cup of water. I said, uh-uh. I can't even ask you for a cup of water. I will throw plenty of gallons at you. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? But when it comes to money, there's an awkwardness around the conversation. Everybody's tiptoeing. Everybody, you know, ah, let's not, ah, let's not be that. Ah, you need to be free. Oh. You need to be free from that kind of thinking. And the only thing that can free you, listen, what will free you is not what created the problem. What will free you is a higher source of wisdom. Yes, a higher source. I'm telling you. And once this operating system is installed, just go through life. You will see the ease with which things come to you. Say amen. amen. So the first picture that we see is a picture of ease. Adam was created and placed on planet Earth, put in a garden. It's called Eden. And then four streams were created to you know, to bring the stuff to him. So in God's kingdom, it is things coming to you. In the earthly system, you are chasing. And you never arrive. <laughs> and I had to chase my hustle. I'm on my grind. Which grind? Hey, Jesus. I pray you don't become powder. <laughs> the way you are going, I pray you are not, you are not consumed. <laughs> I'm on my grind. Two people can go to work with two OSs installed. Yeah. One goes to work with the OS of ease. The other one goes to work with the OS of grind. I pray you don't. Hey, dear Lord Jesus. Are you together with me this morning? So look at that picture that I just showed you. Now let's look at Genesis 2 and verse 8. I'm just showing you plenty beautiful things so that we'll get started. Is it on the screen? All right, let's read together, everybody. Want to go? And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Now, <laughs> so he put Adam in Eden, he puts you in Christ. And there, the Bible says, and there he placed the man whom he had formed. So you that God has formed, he has put you in Christ. Yes, sir. As Adam was operating out of Eden, so you should be operating out of Christ. If OS is installed, programming will follow. Yes, I get what I'm saying? Function, functionality will follow installation of the OS. I am installing the grace OS into your consciousness. 
Now, there is a link between the grace of God and your prosperity. Now, notice. Let me tell you what grace of God looks like without God's consciousness of your prosperity. Did I not say Eden is the presence of God? Okay, so Adam is in the presence of God now. No tree, no garden, no, just Eden, no tree, no water, to nothing. After all, you are in the presence of God now. Why do you need fruits? Of all the fruits in the garden, you may eat. Why do you need to eat fruits? Ah, it's not God. We'll just be worshipping him, we'll be full. Just be fellowshipping with him, we'll be full. God is not mindless like some of your government systems. When he created, he said, there is fellowship with me. Well, Adam, you need to eat. So here's all the things that you can eat in abundance. Mark not, take note of that word, in abundance. And I told you all before that the system God was operating, before the fall, I'm showing you, I'm taking you on a journey. Before the fall, but the system eh, was that, you know, so let's say, for example, Adam doesn't feel like eating pineapple for the next six months. That pineapple will ripe and not rotten. It will stay on the tree till he's ready to eat it. It's God whose presence was preserving the environment. You are in Christ. Many people don't just understand the deep, intricate implication of that. They think when we say you are in Christ, we mean you are in a religion. <laughs> you know, people, the only, the only identity they have, all right, of their, of their life in Christ is when they feel that form. They say, what, uh, uh, what's your religion? They say, Christianity. <laughs> because when you were born, mommy gave you a Christian name. But there is a life in Christ experience. That follows being born again. That's what we're teaching about. And that life is yours. Amen. Oh, say amen. I said that life is yours. Alright. So, now that you have seen that Eden was created. And then there was one stream and four rivers. Which is a clear picture of grace and ease. Because we could have created Eden and not put anything to water it. So, um, Adam, it's time to water. Then Adam travels 800 kilometers with buckets. I, uh, and then fetches water from a stream. And then starts to come back. You will finish by the time you are done for one day. You will, you will wither. Listen, listen. Have you not noticed? Has something not told you? And I'm preaching under the inspiration of God's spirit. Has something not told you that even your body... Doctors will tell you, does not have the capacity to take so much stress at the same time. Yeah. Like, there's a certain kind of stress you put on this body, it will collapse on you. <laughs> it tells you that God's idea is that you, there will be compression of time for you, yeah. such that you accomplish more within a short time. Yeah. Alright, now look at what's happening. A lot of people are chasing money, they don't have time for family. No time for the, in fact, we are talking about, no time for the presence, presence of God care. No time for church. <laughs> church is a luxury in 21st century. It's a luxury that you can come and sit down and not think about anything for the next two and a half hours. It's like a luxury of heavenly dimensions. But let me tell you, eh? there was a time in, there was a time in, the, in Israel where God said for a whole year, Leviticus 25. For a whole year, 
You push should not work. Some of his eyes will pop out one whole year. And then Israel started asking, Lord, what are we going to do for one year? What are we going to do not working? And you know what? God, in his wisdom, eh, he used, eh, I don't want the Lord, you know, I'm yours, amen. God, God used intelligence on them. He didn't tell them, I want you to rest. He told them, I want the land to rest. But in your mind, who do you think God is more interested in? Them or the land? It's them. But to get them to do what he, because you see these people, they are Ologon people. They don't, they don't, they don't like to hear what. The Bible calls them stiff-necked. You know what stiff-necked You move them. I know they do. So God now says, okay, I know how I'll get you. Eh? The land should rest. And if the land is resting, you too must rest. And then God gave them, he said, no work. Then God now told them something. When you get home, read it. Leviticus 25 or 27. It's one of those. Just read it. Amen? Then God told them. They asked God. They said, so what will happen in, in this year that we're not doing anything? One whole year. 365 days. God now told them, in the sixth year, I will cause the land to produce for three years in advance. That's a picture. Such that by the time you start working in the eighth year, you have leftover of the seventh, and then you have, <laughs> I get what I'm saying. So you have three years in one. This was God's picture. So that they can rest. Because I understand the idea. The reason why you can't rest or you can't expect ease is because you don't, yeah, man must walk. Man must hustle. I guess what I'm saying? But God's picture eh, is replacing the templates and saying, now, for you to understand the need for you to rest, I'm going to supply three years in advance so that you can relax and rest. The idea was two things. Number one, have time for fellowship with me. Have time to hear things that are beyond your imagination. Have time to see bigger pictures. You know, there are people who are, ha, 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 ha. Everywhere. People like that don't make real progress, I'm telling you. Because you don't have time to retreat. You see this thing, they say retreats, and then re-envision, and then re-energize. What if you are doing retreats every day? And I'm not saying stay in one place. I'm saying lock your mind on Christ and be retreated. It's called restful increase. In your, you are always in a retreat in your mind, even though your physical body is active. Is the, is the wisdom of God. So hear me and hear me good. Number one was so that they can have fellowship with God. And number two is so that they can have time for their family. You have a son. Before he wakes up, you're out. Before he comes back. Before you come back, he has slept. Now, Cartoon Network is educating your son for you. And there is wickedness in this world. Amen. Say it with me. There is wickedness in this world. Imagine in, in Britain, they started showing small children, a two, they started showing them homosexuality. Ah. So your mind, before this kid starts to come, your mind must be removed from the system of this world. Of hustle and bustle, I'm out. You lose your kids. You lose them. You will not have time for fellowship. Everything that brings real progress, you will not have time for. Before they come out, I have to run. Before they wake up, I have to run. Now, other people are educating your children. 
And it's a sacrifice of some, of some sort. Because when they say you shall not serve um, idols, some of you think it's carry chicken, carry this thing. No. It's that thing you are leaving behind because you have to pursue mammon. God is saying there needs to be a new OS. That your relationship with money is two things. Listen, your relationship with work is two things. Without my work, people will not see my father's creativity. Not that my work is my source. Yeah. I'm speaking fast. Yeah. I'm speaking very fast. Yeah. But I need to say plenty of things. <laughs> I get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that I need to bring out something. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father. Work was never designed to be for your livelihood. It was designed to be for showing off God. You hear me? Because if it is for your livelihood alone, God has a million ways to take care of you without your contribution. So creativity for us is for other people. Lest they don't see. Say amen. Amen. So are you seeing the picture that is being painted? Okay. So now let's go to Genesis chapter number 3 from verse 17. You will see clear pictures now. Are we ready? All right, let's read together. One to go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Some of you are not reading. I want you to I want us all to read together the next verse. All right, verse verse 18. Uh-huh. Let's read together everybody. Want to go? Uh-huh. In the sweat of your face shall thou eat bread. Till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. Is there a clear picture? Is there a clear difference or not? Let's go back to verse 17. This thing is entering in the name of Jesus. So when God put Adam in Eden, see the ease. When Adam is now under a different system. Look at the problem. Look at it. He says, and unto Adam, he said, because thou hast not hearkened to the voice of thine wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat from it all the days of your life. Now, let me ask intelligent people a question. Because you are very smart. Amen. Very intelligent. Glory to God. Please, sirs, tell me what's the connection between Adam's disobedience and cursing the ground? Maybe you say there's no connection between grace and prosperity. Or you tell me, Adam disobeyed God. That's a spiritual thing, isn't it? Why is the ground suffering for it? Let me ask, let me juggle your mind again. Adam disobeyed God. But the ground is being cursed for his sake. Now, sweat that was not there before is now there. Tons and tissues that were not there before is now there. Guess what's happening? People are seeing the tons and tissues in their lives. They are seeing the monkey, they walk, baboon, they chop mentality. They are seeing the sweat. Ah! 
before you see 100k in this life, you will sweat. He was not there in Genesis 2. How did he show up in Genesis 3? Because a presence has been removed. I get what I'm saying. So now Eden, all right, all right, this man who knew no, who had no sense of lack, had no sense of need, because that's what Eden is. No sense of lack, no sense of need. Now he now has to sweat to be able to eat. And out of the sweat of his face will he eat tons and tissues. So it's not like he did not plant. It's not like he did not plant. It is that the system has now fallen such that that thing is now producing tons and tissues to you. No wonder people are sweating a lot, but the return is not as good as. What needs to be installed in your consciousness is that there's been a game change. There's been an upgrade. It's not just an upgrade even. It's actually a recreation. Such that you are now, you have now been designed and put in Christ. But the question I want to ask you is if there is no connection between grace and your prosperity, why, how is it that there is a connection between disobedience and scarcity? Why is there a connection between the man's disobedience? After all, it is you I disobeyed, Abi, Shebi, we should just leave it like that. But now, the Bible says as a result of that disconnection from his fellowship or from his relationship with God, as it was before, there is now things that is following. Brothers and sisters, what I came to announce to you is that you have been rejoined to that connection. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying? Yeah. And as, as valid as the fall was, much more valid should be the grace of God Amen. over your life. We can see the result of the fall. Ah, people are really sweating to eat. And I'm not saying this to spite anybody's process. People are really sweating to eat. So, obviously, the curse is at work. Now, guess what? I hope you realize, okay, the power of God is upon this. God caused the ground, not Adam. Because Adam was already blessed. You can't bless and curse. It's the ground. In other words, the environment where Adam was operating that was cursed. Guess what? What believers are doing now is they are coming in and they are trusting the environment. A cursed environment can't produce a blessing. So now that you are in Christ, even though you are in the world and you're living in the world, your focus must be on Jesus and what he has said. And you keep insisting. You keep insisting. Glory to God. Can you hear me? Can you give the Lord a shout of praise? What did I say? You keep what? Insisting. You keep insisting. You keep on insisting. So let me tell you, what you what's really going on. Eh? It's actually the fight that people are in. is a fight for the picture to be installed in their mind. Because your life will produce after your pictures. Listen, what is happening to you in your life right now is not really all that there is. If there is a picture that is installed, it's only a matter of time. That picture will begin to speak. Can you say amen? amen. But for you to allow 
the environment to begin to condition your expectations, that's where you are wrong. So suddenly people are getting ready to suffer in life. Did God tell you that he's going to mark who is in power or who is in office? He only said, I will supply all your needs. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you must get this into your consciousness. So question number one that I asked you is what is the connection between Adam's sin and the curse that he has, that he's experiencing? So if there's such a strong connection, don't you dare say that there's no connection between the revelation of God's grace and people's prosperity in life. Uh, there is. That's my, that's, my, that's my number one assignment to deal. That there is. And I want to show you. Listen, that God is not so mindless to give you a spiritual salvation where you'll be bubbling in the air. Hold on, sapana, pero, la la la, la 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 And he knows you will live on earth. But he didn't give you anything with which to do life on earth. It's your heart that needs to seize the pictures the Father has given and abandon the conversations in the environment. Look at me, everybody. Chances are that nine out of ten people are starving. Nine out of ten people are suffering. Nine out of ten people don't have all their needs met. Did you read the scripture I just read for you in Second Corinthians? That's where we're closing up. Did you read that scripture? Ah, it's a handful. It's a mouthful. All needs, charitable donation. That's in other, look at the picture in God's heart. And this is, if you've been around here for a bit, you know this is my operating system. Okay, so Dupe has called me, Piori, um, I need 80,000 naira. Oh, oh, the need? Oh, yeah, that's the need. This is a picture in the father's hand. Then that person calls from Kapanchan. Eh, Piori, ah, ah we, we, there's a need for 500k. And I have for that too. And then another need comes. And then I have for that too. And then another one comes. And I, and I, and I have for that too. Because, you see, listen to me. God, is, God has made you like him. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly how your father is. Yeah. If five of you come at the same time, now God will not say, hey, Jesus. <laughs> your needs are too much. Oh. Don't you know the economy has, has, has depleted in heaven? I guess what I'm saying? He won't be scared. He won't be scared. He won't be scared. He told Abraham, he said, lift up your eyes and look as far as your eyes can see. It is yours. Only God can talk like that. No billionaire that I know can talk like that. Only God. As far as your eyes can see, you're not afraid. What, what if I see your mansion? As far as your eyes can see. Look at, it's like permission to take off. Start flying. Start flying. Are you getting what I'm saying? Brothers and sisters, we are doing OS replacement service. Yes, yeah, yes. That OS of scarcity is being removed. And an OS of abundance is being installed. I'm not saying you should cook it up. I'm saying you see Christ has finished it. I'm saying fix your gaze on him. And rise as he has risen. As he is, so are you. So your father will not become startled when five people come to ask at the same time. Be like, oh yeah, that's what you need. As he is, so are we. And that's the picture of our lives. Can you say amen?
Now look at me, everybody, please. I want to beg you something. No matter what your experience in life has been, when pictures from scripture stands in face in your face like this, drop your experiences like a hot potato. See, eh? I don't care how much you have struggled. Let me give you an example. Imagine that lady who was bent over double coming to Jesus. And then Jesus, which is the word of God, is now standing in front of her and saying, Ought not this woman, daughter of Abraham, be healed? That, you know, that's a new experience. She's never experienced it. And then look at what the woman says. Ah, but Lord, you don't know. This thing has been for 18 years. Shut up. Be healed. What don't you understand in be healed? Many people are trying to say, ah, P.O.D. P.O.D. This thing you are saying. You will put many people in trouble. If it's trouble from God's word, so be it. But guess what? God's word will not put you in trouble. Say this with me. Say, I believe that God has made provision. Say it out loud. Say, I believe that God has made provision for my prosperity. Say it again. Say, I believe that in Christ Jesus, I have been made prosperous. Glory. Hallelujah. So what I just showed you is what happened to Adam. Now let me show you something. Romans 5 and verse 17. And as you give me down, give me 1 Corinthians 15, 47. Like back to back. Romans 5, 17. Let's do that one first. Do you have it? Yes. All right. Let's read together. One to go. Everybody, don't, don't make excuses. Let's read together. Everybody, want to go. For if by one man's Stop, stop. Did death reign? Yes, Do we agree death reigned? Yes, it reigned though. Ah, it really reigned. Oh yeah, let's continue. Much more. Is there a much more? Yes, sir. Hey church, there is a much more. Yes, Say this with me. Say there is a much more. Yes, Say it one more time. Say there is a much more. Alright, let's read together. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus. Let me tell you, when you're reigning in life, scarcity is not reigning. Lack is not reigning. Look at it. It's a, a, a clear comparison. When God wants to paint pictures in your heart, he gives you clear comparison. You know what happened when Adam fell, Abi? Tons of his face, um, sweat of his face is eating from the ground. Tongues and tissues it is producing to him. Now take a look. The Bible says there's a much more. They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, they enter into ease. Reigning in life is the picture of ease. I didn't write it now. It's pre-written. <laughs> reigning in life is a picture of ease. When you reign in life, sicknesses don't reign. That's ease. It's not disease. It's ease. When you reign in life, scarcity don't. Now let me define, let, 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 before I continue, <laughs> give me the second one. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. God loves you. Ah, God loves you. Let's read together. One, one to go. The first man is of the earth, earthly. The second man is the Lord from heaven. Wow! (laughs) 
You know what? What people are doing, they're, they're trying to live from earth to heaven. You're flipping the equation. You're supposed to live from heaven to earth. In other words, set your mind on things above. See, I am one, one, page, one chapter of my book is keep your heads in the cloud. That is, keep higher. How can you constantly say these things for years if your head is not in the cloud? Yes. One day, one policy will jam you and break all the, your left ribs. Then another policy will hit you from the front. If your mind is not fixed in the cloud, I can't. Listen, I am fully sufficient. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. I am moving with the speed of the spirit. And guess what? In the name of Jesus, finance awkwardness have been broken for my life. I talk about money with boldness. Yeah. Boldness. This money you are using, everybody's looking sideways for. Some people are, some people, they are using it to do, oh, daddy, daddy. <laughs> 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 hey, daddy. Say, baby girl, baby girl, what do you want? Hey, Mago, what do you want? Say, daddy, daddy, zaddy, zaddy. I say, take this for 25 million. Use it, uh, use it to, use it to buy Coke, 25 million. <laughs> Some people have not seen 25 million to be you. They say, take it, uh, use it to buy Coke. And in this world that you are living in, people's source of wealth and prosperity is daddy. You can see the car they are driving from daddy. But you know you cannot do daddy. But there is a bigger daddy. There's a bigger daddy that you can that you can go that you can go to in the place of prayer and fellowship. I say, Daddy, they are, ha, 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 and start to speak. I didn't say speak the need. I say speak your realities. You know what many people have done? Account has shut their mouths. They can't talk. Look at what they are doing. Hmm. 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 say, Ah. Uh, Bola, what are you thinking about? Hmm. <laughs> then they go, you won't understand. You know how they make this thing a mystery? As well as not just Naira and Kobo. They make it a mystery. You know, suddenly, you have money, you are now sensible. Listen, money doesn't mean you are smart. Yes, yes. Money simply means you have money. Yes. Differentiate the two, sir. You can have money here and be making stupid decisions. In fact, uh, Lord, help me today. I don't want to touch something sensitive, but let me just touch it briefly, please. And please understand me. Please, I want to say this and just put the disclaimer out there. Because now that I'm putting video online, I don't want trouble. You see this prayer and fasting you've been doing for 80 days, for 100K. And I'm not belittling where you are. All I'm just saying is that some people, they, are, they carry $250,000. And they enter the submarine, $250,000. <laughs> you know, I did not laugh at anything. I did not laugh at this. Day. 
$250,000. Some people, not you, uh, because you have seen more than that. Amen. Amen. I say you have seen more than that. Yeah. Uh, you have to accept this thing. Yeah. Let me tell you, before you walk in anything supernatural, you must accept that you walk in supernatural. Yeah. My dear, I'm rich. Oh. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> my money is uncountable if you try to count you will lost my money and I'm not talking by faith I'm talking by revelation I have seen my money it's plenty it's plenty it's you know many years ago God taught me to take my hands away from boasting about anything that other people play with like a toy so you can never see me boast that I bought a car. Even if it's a Range Rover. Even if it's a Rolls Royce. God forbid that we will post it anywhere. <laughs> God forbid. We will use it. It will not use us. Yes. We will have it. It will not own us. Yes. Amen. 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 Because my mind is from above. Yes. You know, in those days, if you did not have a heavenly mentality. Haya. If you climb that donkey, you know he was the first one that had never been ridden. Nobody had ridden on him. You climb it. To come down will be a problem. Come down. <laughs> hey, Jesus. Come down from here. Baba, donkey is rolling me home. Jesus was able to use it for purpose and come down. Go. Say amen. Say go. Say go. Say go. Say go, go. go. Eh, that's the. That's, we, we are detached. Yeah. We own it. It doesn't own us. Yeah. At any time, I can let it go. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. And I'm talking my conviction to you so that when it starts to happen, you will know that it was said. Because we are living out of God's word. Say amen. And you own things, things will not own you. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you have arrived at a place. And now, we cannot, you know, we can't hear what anymore. We just know. Ah! Don't be, don't be too predictable. Let people not tell the kind of hardship you experienced before you came into work. I'm coming for you today. Say amen. amen. I say, let people not be able to tell the kind of hardship that you experienced before you came into wealth. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let them not be able to tell. Let it look as if you were born with it. Because the one night you slept, you didn't have it. The other night you woke up, you now have it. And still you have not changed. You are still humble. Oh... You are still focused. You have not lost your cool. You are not, you know me. Who knows you? <laughs> Who knows you? For many people, money is license to misbehave. Yes. For us, money is license to do more. Yes. For the kingdom of God. Say amen. 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 I get what I'm saying. One night I slept, I had 500 million. Next night I woke up, I saw a billion. I'm still not changed. Still the same me. I still talk with respect. 
I don't have to raise my voice when I'm talking. I guess what I'm saying. I'm still a fine, gentle man. If the, if the difference in your life is that before you couldn't buy weed, now you can now buy weed. Oh. <laughs> then you're not lying. See, see, see. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Calm down. Before you came, he was there. After you have had it, he will still be there. Your eyes must be fixed on the lamb slain, the one who is your source. Let me tell you. This grace is a true stabilizer. Balances you out. You are not overly pompous. You are not overly humble. Sure, you know there's a different side of this conversation. That's a humility that is useless. <laughs> humility. Slippers. What do you wear? It's done lock. Yeah, I'm just very simple, very simple. I'm unassuming, shut up. <laughs> I'm not unassuming anything. You own money. You see, listen, you have money, but you think you have money. No, the money has you like this. If they look at you in the spirit, you are, they are, you are suffocating with that money. Free yourself. You're not overly proud. You're not overly humble. You're just stabilized. So you own stuff. You buy expensive stuff. You'll give expensive money, but you won't be loud. Just be quiet. Amen? Amen. You would buy machine and not post it. Because you're not, look, uh, you not looking for validation. Do you understand what I'm saying? And when you post it, the motive will be right. You're not posting to pepper anybody. You're just out on your, you know? Oh, glory to God. So look at this. We're giving you pictures. Oh, the first man is of earth. There's a way earthly people talk. Yeah. Scarcity, scarcity all the time. Lack, 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 lack. They don't have, they don't have. There's a timidity that comes from. Let me tell you. It's a picture. This thing that is happening now is to change picture. So that because people um, are not teaching Zen or anything. I'm just telling you now that people can sense your vibe when you come in. If your vibe is poverty vibe. They can sense. They can sense. So they want to give you five nails, two hundred k. They say this do percent. Not you, remain. <laughs> I need to leave Dupe alone. Eh? They say this person says, "Oh, if I give, just imagine the conversation. If I give her two hundred k now, what will she do with it?" <laughs> You see, some people are feeling heart pain. I say, let's just give them. They just count and they just say, take 10K. In the name of Jesus, listen to me. In the name of Jesus, your visage has changed. People are relating with you now like the righteousness of God in Christ that you are. Say amen. In your city, in your field, wherever you find yourself. That's how they are relating with you. 
So the one man, the first man is of earth. No wonder out of the earthly people, out of the sweat of their face, they eat from tons and tissues he produced them. But the other man is the Lord from heaven. Do you know what Lord means? Owner. Hey, 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 I told you before. The owner from heaven. Owners talk like owners. I guess what I'm saying. The owner from heaven. That's why he could call for the coin from the mouth of the fish. Because he owns it. He could call for the donkey from a distance that no man had written. Because he owns it. And when they came and poured a alabaster box of oil that was very expensive, he didn't shake. When that disciple started talking, that, ah, this thing is so expensive, we could have been using it for more. He said, you always have the poor with you. Me, I'm not poor. You always have the poor amongst you, meaning me, I'm not poor. Allow this lady to do what she's doing. What's your own? If they give you now, you will not do. Now, somebody is doing, you are still complaining. Jesus did not say, ah, it's true. We could have sold this thing now. Ah, it's true. Jesus turned and looked at him. Say, keep quiet. The poor, you always have with you. In other words, this one was worth it. Say amen. amen. Say this with me. Nothing is too expensive for me. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Shout it out loud. Say it again. Say nothing. You'll be grateful, though. But you can't say, hey, for me, too much. Eh? For me? No, you'll be thankful. You can even kneel down and thank. But in your heart, you know that God has done more for me. Let me tell you. We'll be grateful, though. This picture of anointing that is not grateful. It's annoyance. So. When people do good things for me, I'm grateful. Amen? Ah, even if it's pure water, you buy for me. I'm telling you, God, God has delivered me from that classy system. You get me a nice pair of wallet, pure water, Coke. Ah, I'll be grateful eh? because it's from where we come from. It's our kingdom signature. But that doesn't mean in my heart I'll say, who am I? That thou art mindful of me. For we, uh, <laughs> you go wait. <laughs> you go. And you give the Lord a shout of praise. So let's, let's give you some scriptures, amen? To buttress our point. Genesis 13, you know, some people are saying, Kai, this is, is, is heavy. Let it cook well in your spirit. I mean, let me tell you another thing. Let me just, for those of you who are very serious. <laughs> I'm not a serious person. <laughs> yeah, I can laugh. I can play. No wonder the last time I checked my blood pressure, it was very low. You are too serious. Take everything easy. Calm down. <laughs> Give the Lord a shout of praise. All right. Genesis 13 and verse 1. Let's read together. I want to go. And Abraham went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had. Can you say all that he had? All right, let's continue. And Lot with him into the south. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Next one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Next verse. 
the picture he was the lad there was the substance was so much that the lad could not take both of them are you getting what i'm saying but you see somewhere along the line in the conversation we see abraham having fellowship with god so he had fellowship with god in other words he had a relationship with god but it didn't stop him from having prosperity if you look at the scripture where the bible says abraham believed god and it was counted to him for righteousness the preceding verse was talking about how, you know, he had come into, he had large of everything, large expanse of this, large expanse of large of that. So listen to me. Your, the grace of God does not isolate you from prosperity. Instead, the grace of God aids your prosperity. Now, I want to define prosperity for you. Can we do that very quickly? All right, let's do it very quickly. Hi, I'm running out of time. Dear Lord Jesus, I haven't even started. All right, prosperity is having an abundance of all that you need to carry out God's plan and purposes for your life. Prosperity. Purposes. need to carry out God's plans and purposes for your life. Now listen, if God gives you a plan and a purpose, he definitely gives you the attending prosperity to carry it out. So having an abundance of everything that you need to fulfill God's purpose, say this with me, in the name of Jesus, I have an abundance of everything that I need to fulfill God's purpose for my life. Say it again, in the name of Jesus, I have an abundance of everything that I need to fulfill God's purpose for my life. Glory, hallelujah. Genesis 24, 35. I got to stop there. Let's read together. Want to go? And the Lord has blessed my master greatly. And he is become great. Uh -huh. And he had given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and men servants and maid servants and camels and asses. Now let me ask you a question. How many of these things that the Lord gave were spiritual? How many of them were spiritual? How many of them? None. Okay. So these are physical things. Uh, let's yeah, continue. Thank you, darling. All right, let's read together. No, no, no. Yeah, all right. Let's read together. I want to go. And the Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great. Uh-huh. And he has given him what? Flocks and herds and silver and gold. And men servants. Uh-huh. And maid servants. Uh-huh. And camels and asses. Who gave? Has he given you? Do you have? Yes, sir. Do you have gold? Yes, 
Some of you may not eat asses and camel. <laughs> but that's probably agriculture. Yeah. And that's huge money. Yeah. But God has blessed you with resources in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say this with me. Say, God has blessed me, has blessed me. with resources in abundance, in the name of Jesus. Now, let me, let me show you the key to entering this prosperity. You want to see? You want to see? Should I show you the key? Okay. Let me show you. 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8. But you would have to give me the King James now and then back up to verse 7. And I'll close on that note. Right, let's read together. Everybody want to go. Every man, according as he has purposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Verse 8 now. And God is able to make all grace uh-huh. So do you see the pretext before this? Every man, listen to this. This is very important. This is key to entering, to unlocking this thing. Every man, as he has purposed in his heart, so let him be generous. Listen. The key here is not that you should give. The key here is how have you purposed in your heart. Now when people... When people read this thing, they say, well, you know, it's not supposed to be by force. You know, everybody should purpose in their heart. And I understand that. But when you understand that it is as you have purposed in your heart, so does his grace abound towards you. Yeah, pay attention very well. Now, when you come into Christ, there is an abundance. When you come into Christ, there is an abundance. But here's the idea. People are still using the scarcity OS to run the abundance life in Christ. So they say, hey, Jesus, I've proposed in my heart. Have you ever, have, have you always noticed that, you know, um, waiting I go give to my praying. I know get money, my praying. <laughs> you know what, who told you? <laughs> I guess what I'm saying? Waiting, and the, the dance will be, uh, mm, mm, mm. Ah, Jesu, you see dance like this, waiting I go give to you, my prayer. My dear, you have money. Stop saying I don't have money. I don't get money, my prayer. And this idea when people are coming to give their offering, stop it. Even the government will tell you to stop it. You come like this, you squeeze the money. Eh? Even when we have created envelope for people to give, they will squeeze the envelope. <laughs> and when we are starting church, I say let the envelope be hard so that nobody can see. <laughs> people will still fold it into four. <laughs> ah, the OS of poverty. Ah, it's damaging. You can't even think. One day I told my I said, come. We drove to a car dealership on the island and we just talked. Yeah, yeah, how much is it? How much is it? How much is it? And as we were talking, we're like, oh, yeah, this is not even expensive. You know what you are doing? You are training your heart. 
some people. As the thought come, let's go and check. Their hearts will cut into 50 places. Then they'll start eating full dash monkey banana. From where to where now? You, you, you. How now? How? <laughs> how? What's the connection? <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Our prosperity is not for sure. Yes, yes. When you see us eh, doing something, it's not for sure. Is that something has locked inside? Are you getting what I'm saying? Eh. So it is as you have purpose in your heart. So the question I want to ask: Why don't we make that purpose in our heart to be big? Just make it big. You won't die. I'm telling you. Believe me, I've been there, done that. You won't die. Just say, I purpose in my heart to give big. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you in the direction of what you have purposed in your heart. So we're not asking you to create anything. We're asking you to take a huge chunk. Hey, take a large chunk of something that has been created. Take a huge chunk in your heart out of something that has been given freely. In that heart, I say, where God sees the heart, I know. In that heart, take a big chunk of something that grace has provided. This is how it starts. Start taking a big chunk of things as grace has provided in your heart. And then God is able, put verse 8, God is able to make all grace abound towards you in the direction. So, listen guys, be free. Be completely free. Be free. Set yourself at liberty. When it comes to money, eh, be free. Free your mind. Hmm? Start living by the grace of God. Free your mind. Talk some big stuff. And trust the Lord. Free your mind. You know, some people are anxious about things that will happen next year. When that next year comes, eh, I will have an abundance of what is needed for next year. Amen. Amen. Say this with me. Say, God is able to make make all grace abound towards me me in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And I free my heart. heart. Yeah. So every man has his purpose in his heart, so let him give. Now listen. When you hear give, don't think someone is about to take your money. Listen. It's not just giving money. Give your creativity as you have purpose in your heart. Give your intelligence as you have purpose in your heart. So you know what that means? There are some things there that you might do for some people pro bono. Look straight at me. Pro bono as you have purpose in your heart. It's not money. It's not anything. But a company called you, they say, I want you to give us consulting, your consulting skill. Don't always think about money. Give. As you have purpose, is the heart that is being conditioned. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. So when you look at your three years from now, have you purpose in your heart? I'm going to give in millions. I'm going to give my creativity. Of course, you won't give your creativity for free to everybody. But as the Spirit of God leads you in your heart, there are some places that you say, now, you know what? Yeah. As I purpose in my heart. So the window to prosperity is actually how big your heart is. That's why when we sit in meetings like this, we're allowing the Lord to expand the capacity of our heart. Like, take me bigger. Make me bigger on the inside. Are you getting what I'm saying? Show me, show me, show me who I am on the inside. So let me close on this one. Are you ready? 
Have you been blessed so far? Number one, spend time meditating on what Jesus did as he applies to your prosperity. Listen, church, spend a lot of time. In fact, some of you will take some, some breaks and just meditate. See, let me, if I were to give you an assignment, I'll give you an assignment with regards to two things. Like in the next one year, master how money comes and master how bodies are healed. You will need those two for the rest of your life. Master how to heal the sick. Master how to make money by the spirit. Amen? Those two, you are made. If a sickness doesn't have sense and it hits somebody's body, you will heal it. And then if poverty seems to be showing up, you have mastered how to create money by the Spirit. In other words, in your own life, you must see that there's a connection between Jesus' finished work and my prosperity. This thing I'm telling you is assignment. Some of you can take six months for it to lock. That's it locks. It locks. Some of you can take three days retreat for this thing to lock. Hey! Hey! If it locks, you will stop depending on the system of this world for your prosperity. If they like, let them say dollar is 150, 150, you will still be able to purchase it. When this thing locks inside, you will know I am not from here. And my system is off, is not of this world. So I'm telling you, I love you. So I'm telling you, lock this thing. Lock this finance in your spirit. Take books, take tapes, take books on prosperity. Eh? Have a retreat. Spend time. See the finished work of Jesus as it relates to your financial prosperity. If there's anything that limits people from traveling very fast, it's the absence of money. And in the name of Jesus, you have mastered it. Oh, say amen. Say amen. I said in the name of Jesus, you have mastered it. So what I did today was to give you preamble. Take it. Enter your life. Ah, there's a connection between what Jesus did and my material prosperity. Kai, I see it in my life. And then you stay in the place of prayer. Sometimes you can do two hours. Just stay in the place of prayer, meditating and seeing this thing. Seeing this thing. Seeing this thing. Confessing to yourself. Lock your heart on it. Put that amplified scripture and closing. I, I need to close now. I need to close. Yes. Now, I want, everybody look over me, please. I want this thing to lock in everybody's spirits. Let it lock like scripture has said it. Look, thank you. I didn't write this. Amen? Jesus wrote this for you to see. Amen? So let's read it. And God is able to make all grace. Look at it. Every favor and what? Somebody told you it's only heavenly blessings we have. There is earthly blessings, sir. But look at the connection. Look at it. It says, and God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing. Do what? Come to Come in abundance to you. That's the difference between the rich and the poor. The poor gets things once a while. There's a cycle. By the time the next one comes, the first one has already finished long ago. But there is something called abundance. God doesn't wait for the one in the hand. Pack supplies another. Pack supplies another. That's what we're talking about. Things coming to you 
Before there is a break for a need to show up. Boom! God doesn't give breaks for needs to show up. It is, and look at how it comes. Every favor and earthly blessing. In other words, how does this thing happen? How does people, how do people get rich and prosperous? Favor and blessing. It's not by work. Kai. It's not by work, sir. I have a video I wanted to play, but it won't be today. Say amen. It's not by work, sir. It's by favor and blessing. You can walk your, mm, you can walk your head out. And if there's no picture of favor, you'll just be one who really tried. You know, there are many people who really, really tried. They made the effort. In a bambo. Hmm? You know, eh, no, so, you know, it's not everybody that does Oswa here that actually ends up with money in their pockets for the day. You can Oswa here for Oswa here. And when you go to the market, eh? Okay, you know one buy, you know one buy, you know one buy. Is that 500? Okay, you know one buy, you know one buy. Is that 200? Okay, you know one buy. That's their livelihood for life. God says he's able to make all grace abound towards you. Every favor and earthly blessing come to you what? In abundance. Uh Uh-huh, let's read. So that you may always do what? Under all circumstance, including Great, great, including Buari circumstance, BAT circumstance, other kinds of circumstances, dollar circumstance. Look, I'm not insensitive to petrol hiko, but the Bible says under all circumstances. Let's continue. Regardless of what? The need. See, as you are praying the spirit, this is scripture to put like this. Regardless of the need. Let me tell you, I announce to you, in the name of Jesus, this is your life. See, let me tell you, if the enemy wanted to stop you, you'd have been to stop you from hearing this. Now that you have heard it, too late. Too late for you to be broke. Too late for you to be poor. Look at what it says. Regardless of the need. What? Regardless of the need? Let's let's finish. Have what? Complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him. Is that all? Put the classic. Let's read that one. Everybody rise to your feet. So that it will be clear that I finished. It's sweeting me, it's sweeting me. Okay, you need to go. Let's read together, everybody. Want to go. And God, what? is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to me in abundance so that I may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Pray in the Holy Ghost, this is your life. Pray in the Holy Ghost, this is your life. The grace of God making life easy for you. This is your life. Spend time speaking in other tongues. This is your life. Regardless of the need, under all circumstance, God has made His grace abound towards me. Life is easy for me. There's ease in my finances. 
in the name of Jesus there's ease in our finances by the power of the Holy Ghost oh this thing locks in my consciousness it locks in my subconscious in the name of Jesus I enjoy grace and ease in my finances by the power of the Holy Ghost glory to God pray in the Holy Ghost thank you for engaging with us in this episode we trust that your life has been beautified if you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry please write to us at hellabatblueprintstories.org you can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprints Church and on Instagram at The Blueprints Church. Cheers.